pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. We are on episode number thirty-five. Yes. Yay! And today's podcast episode is brought to you by Audible. So make sure y'all go get y'all free auto download. You get a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash pretty nerds. Um, they have over 180 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Um, so of course, we will tell you about our reading choices later in the show. Um, but you can definitely go and download any book of your choice. And it again, it is free. And you go to www, oh, no www, my bad, um, save you some work. So it's just audibletrial.com forward slash pretty nerds. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been? <laughs> um, I have been good, you know, um, really, 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 really tired lately. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I'm super drained I think it's like the weather whenever it gets like super cold outside and all that I always feel like down and blah and just tired so it's kind of like I've just been like low in energy so I don't know I'm trying to get get myself back you know hyped back up and back in a better state of mind but just my energy is like mad low Definitely. what about yourself I'm so happy I'm not the only one I am so freaking sleepy like I have been tired probably since I got back. So <laughs> I'm like, that was not a good transition. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm tired. So I'm just ready for Friday um, so I can sleep in on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> How was your trip, by the way? It was really good. Um, I didn't really do a lot. It was very relaxing and um got a chance to actually go to a nightclub so what oh different (laughs) yeah so but it was cool you went back to jamaica yeah yeah (laughs) yeah well that's good i mean we had a great time in jamaica i'm glad you got to see more this time um as far as that you went to the beach yeah oh yeah definitely awesome Listen, every time we go anywhere, you guys, you will know that we are like a beach. <laughs> we are like the beach uh, twins over here, man. We love the beach. It's like our favorite place to go. So any place that has a beach, we're just, we're in there, man. We are in there. <laughs> Definitely there. Like the water was a little cold, but I'm like, listen, it's okay. <laughs> Look, I'm thinking about going to, Um, did you see Lala Anthony posted about the black film uh, is it Black Film Festival going on in Miami in June? Mm, I didn't see that, but I'm listen. Okay. I feel like I feel like we should go and do like a do like a podcast from the Black Film Festival. Oh, definitely, I'm down. Listen, I feel like that would be like something special to do for the show, man. So we definitely got to get that together. We'll give you guys more details on that. You know, if we can pull it off, but. I think that would be dope for the show. I'm <laughs> All right. <Have> vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, 
Uh, so um, let's jump into these hot tops for the week. I know. I feel like I just want to start off like because I'm sleeping <laughs> because it's like cold outside everywhere except in Florida. <laughs> uh, um, but man, so just starting off. I am like a fan of Biggie. I think he is attractive. He's too young for me. So I'm just put that out there before y'all be trying to come at my neck. But um, I saw like he did a freestyle and it was on like Shade Room. I'm like, okay, Biggie. Okay. Bars, man. Listen. (laughs) Listen, I'm like, okay. Bars. If y'all haven't. Yeah, if y'all haven't seen it, go check it. I think it's in the Shade Room. It's also posted on his personal page. Um, He got bars, yo. Like, I was... Well, I guess that's not fair to say that I was surprised because I do remember a couple of years ago when he did the BET Awards Freestyle and it was fired in. And so he... But, I mean, Shorty got bars, though. I was just like, okay, dude. I see you. Move and like he just he seemed like he just a smooth type guy as well. So like, and okay. can we give him a can we give him a shout out though on Gronish because literally his character on Gronish, uh, aside from uh only at first dating white girls, um pretty much was me in college. Like I just I remember like one spot where he was they were like throwing a party in his dorm and he was just sitting on the couch in the middle while everybody else was getting stuff ready. And they was like, so you, so you just gonna chill? He was like, you. Know, they was like, you just gonna chill? You are not gonna help? He was like, I mean, I'm gonna pray for y'all. Good luck. <laughs> just and I was like, man, that was so me in college. I pray for y'all. Y'all handle that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm there for it, and um. I mean, definitely, I don't know about this other beef between, well, it wasn't no beef with Diggy, but, so, did you hear, like, the Dream Doll and Tory Lanez, like, I guess, I, I figured both of them went, but, I mean. That whole situation, like, I just, so, I get, I mean, it started with Tory Lanez kind of going on this whole little I don't know what I don't know if he like what what's going what's popping with him or what's going on, but either way it goes. Tory Lanez then like, you know, maybe the lean that went to his head, maybe cause Drake cause Drake then finally gave him the uh, you know, the look and asked him to come on tour with him. I don't know. Either way it goes. Um he's on this whole, he's the best, ain't nobody better than him, can't nobody, he can outbar anybody, blah, 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 blah. Um, that turned into like a a battle between him and this dude Don Q. I don't know. And then that turned into when he was doing a diss record towards the dude Don Q. He threw Dream Doll's name in it. Then she decided to come with. Listen, all y'all messy, and I'm just girl. Who cares? I mean, y'all talking about like. I guess I'm like. I don't know, like, dudes talking about the vagina that they got and, like, I mean, okay, you smash your point. Like, and, put, and putting people's, other people business out in the streets like that, like, stop, like, when, I mean, dudes is really out here, like, being chatty 
Like I ain't never seen yeah. this. This is like an epidemic of dudes just being extra chatty. <laughs> I was like, okay, I mean, okay. And I, I, I don't like that phrase. Like, oh, he acting like a woman because I'm like, women don't act like that. You just, you just being miserable at this point. Um, like, I don't know. I just, I'm like, I'm kind of over the dudes coming at the women. I'm like, I mean, what a lane it, and why you swerved all over here in this one, like, uh, but that does go to like dudes being chatty though. The game. Exactly. Kim, like Kim K is not my favorite. The Kardashian, you know, clan is not my favorite. But it's like, bro, really? Like that was so uncalled for. And then like somebody posted the video um, clip from when he was on Wendy Williams, and I think she mentioned something about did he date somebody or sleep with somebody? He was like, I never put that out there because it's about respect and all this. And I'm like. So then it was about respect, but what a, I mean, what's the difference now? Like, and even if it, you lost respect for Kanye and Kim, it's like, bro, okay, who cares? Like, why you even, to me, like, that's clout chasing. Like, Kim K is still pretty relevant. Uh, Kanye makes himself known. And, like, you just gonna put it out there, like, eh, mm. I'm like, at this point, I need to take, like, if you ain't Ray J or, like, Reggie Bush or something, I don't believe you. You need more people. And, I mean, for me, I don't even, I don't even, like, care if, you know, it happened, it didn't happen, whatever like that, because it was, like, 60 gajillion, bajillion years ago. Like, my thing is, is why you even bringing it up, bro? We don't even care. Like, (laughs) it was so, to me, irrelevant and, like, Tra- like is that really what you you spoke you claiming that this album that you putting out is gonna be your best work to date like if we're gonna keep it all the way a buck your records ain't been the same since your first joint the documentary like i just listen I you ain't you ain't been able to surpass that my g so <laughs> look, i don't i don't even know what to say like when i when i heard it i was like is this really the bars that we talking about and then you kind of put yourself on front street when you dropped uh they say he got another bar in there where he's kind of referencing kylie how he used to make kylie jenner um breakfast and i'm just like but she was underage my g like she was underage was too good and then she left that and went straight to um, Travis Scott. So, so when was this? And then we know you got an affinity for underage girls because you was with Indian oh, Love. Mm. So, mm. what, what you mean? <laughs> listen, listen. We just gonna we just gonna leave that right there. Um, <laughs> woo. That's all I'ma say. I just he put his own self on blast, like trying to be. I guess, like you said, clout chasing. Put your own goddamn self on. On blast, you better quit playing for some people start to investigate. That's Listen. all I'm gonna say. Why you trying to be out here and pop off? Like, it's, I don't know. This shit just weird to me. It's like, bro, if you if you couldn't address it back then when somebody asked you, why you waiting now? And then it's like, you went through the whole family though? It's trash. 
You were trash and nasty. <laughs> exactly. That poor slut. Girl. And while we're in Kardashian land, <laughs> oh, Kanye. Listen. Oh, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. For the life of me, I, I I don't know. Like I feel like of course if he's old payment, he he, you know, needs to get his money. But he like for a reviving Jay Z career, I'm like, what? Like, hmm? Exactly. I'm like, bro, I mean, what you I, I mean, okay. And my thing is he acted like he was the only he act like he was the only producer on the blueprint though. Like just Blaze didn't exist? Like what's going on? And that's what I'm like is that it's like okay, you want the only producer, you're pretty sure you, like and I think I don't know. I like. I'm trying to remember, but he said he like Jay Z owed him from title years ago. I'm like, so why you just didn't include all this shit then? And go ahead and get all your money that was due to you then. Like, why? I don't know. Like, I feel like, like he he like Jay Z. I need for I need. I want you to talk to me. So this is how I'm gonna get you to talk to me. Like, I don't know. Cause. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I don't. I don't get it either. And and can we just say, because I'm just one of those people that I don't like um, the Damon Dash slander. Stop trying to blame Dame for, for Kanye's actions. Dame has nothing to do with Kanye's actions. Um, you know what I'm saying? Whatever issues Dame and Jay have, that's between Dame and Jay. And I wish people would quit trying to like people who are irrelevant to the situation would quit trying to jump in it. Like, just because you were around Rockefeller don't mean you was down with Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only people who should be able to speak on it is people who was actually part of the rock and who understand it. Because a lot of them, you know, hate it or love it. They 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 don't choose sides, but they see both Jay's point and they see both Dame's point. So everybody stop jumping in it and stop trying to blame Dame for Kanye because that's, it's not, it's not Dame's fault. Okay. Dame has always supported Kanye. If you if you've actually listened to the music and you go back, you know, back in the day or whatever like that, you'll hear it. Even Jay admits that Jay never thought Kanye should be an artist. He always thought he should just be a producer. It was Dame who believed in him, who believed he could be an artist, and it was Dame who said that they should sign him to the Rock. So get off his back and stop. We will not tolerate any more of slander. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that was my little soapbox. <laughs> Thanks, management. <laughs> so, girl, listen. Listen. Maybe, but you know what? Just going back to that, maybe he should have stayed a producer and he wouldn't be going through the issue going through right now. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, they had showed him singing karaoke, and I'm like, oh, Kanye. He's going through it, baby. He is. He is. He's going through it. I don't know, like, what's. But he going through it, so I don't know. That's all I can say. Yeah. And if him and Kim, Kim, I mean, 
maybe maybe he just need to focus on the babies. He him and Kim K got another baby on the way, so maybe they just need to focus yeah. on that. Yeah, I wonder what the name gonna be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have done some interesting names, but it's yeah. supposed to be another boy, ain't it? Yeah. So maybe they'll go for a Kanye Jr. <laughs> 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 out in one right. uh, who knows so, um, yeah what's next but I saw like this week on is like I think Eve's on the view no she's not on the view is it the talk the talk yeah you know yeah so she made a comment about and I think we referenced the same thing about Chris Brown last week where she was like you know, it comes a time where you just got to chill out and let your talent shine through. So people came in her neck like she was trying to drag him or her comment was harsh. I mean, she even apologized and was like, you know, now that I look back at it, my comment was a little harsh and I apologize. And I'm like, I guess because we like, I made the same comment or almost the same comment last week. I didn't get what she was being harsh. I'm like, it comes upon a time that, bro, you got to chill out. Like, you got to understand that the people around you or the people that you entertain are not there for you. So at what point, do, like, at what point do you distance yourself? Because, yeah, all the bullshit, your music get lost in it. Like, every time you turn around is Chris Brown did this Chris Brown rape allegation. Somebody said she beat him up. Chris Brown house was raped. He won't let the police in, which is your right. But then all of that overshadows your music because every time you come out with Alan, somebody bring up, oh, well, he was accused of rape. He beat Rihanna. Like, I'm with Eve. At what point do you just grow up and be like, you know what? I'm better than this. But that people is true. Like this... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, people act like what she was saying was, like, not right. I'm like, this is not... Chris Brown is not 17 anymore. This is like, and he has a daughter that he has to think about. And yeah, you could think about it and say, okay, I didn't rape her. The allegations are false. But it's sometimes you got to think about before you even get there, what situations are you putting yourself in? Like, you, you ain't even got to say it because you weren't even in my presence. Like, you don't get that opportunity. You don't get an opportunity to be like, oh, Chris Brown, because you're not in my presence. I'm like, bro, you you old as hell and you still entertaining groupie bitches. Like, I don't, I don't okay. And you supposedly had your girl with you. So what is that about? Right. But <laughs> I think, I think, and, and it's not fair for me to judge because I actually did not see the clip of Eve. I just, I like, I just saw all the people coming at her. So I thought that the clip was her of her. Maybe she was saying that he did it and all that jazz. Because the way people were coming at her was like she said that he did it, he committed the crime, he deserved to go to jail, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I didn't know that all she really said was that he needs to reevaluate the people around him because, shit, that's facts. At, at, right. With Chris Brown, it, Rihanna, if Rihanna's 30, that means he's close to 30 or he's about to be 30 or whatnot. That's facts, bro. You need to reevaluate. At 30 years old, it's time to, to get to life. Okay, it's time to reevaluate who you allow in your circle, who you allow around you. 
if all this stuff, like you said, all this stuff keeps even true or not, everybody, whenever he gets ready to drop music or does anything music-wise, everybody always drags all that stuff up. So like you said, it's overshadowing the music. It's overshadowing your career. It's overshadowing what you're trying to do. So at 30 years old, it's time to sit back and say, you know what? I got to, I got to cut some people off. Some of y'all can't be around me because y'all, y'all attracting the wrong energy. Y'all bringing the wrong energy around me. And if y'all, if y'all ain't around, then the type of people who going to go up to make these false allegations against me won't be around neither. And I ain't even going to be in these type of situations, period. So, yeah, I completely concur with it. Yeah, because I'm, and that's what, I, like, even when I was talking, I was like, damn, Eve said she, he did it. And when I listened to her comments, I'm like, she didn't ever say he did it. She was just like, bro, it's time that you step up and do better and keep yourself out of these situations. Yeah, sometimes, you know, they can't be avoided, but I'm like, bro, like, every year or so, it's a situation. I'm like, because the last time you know, the police came to your house or whatever, which you had every right not to let them in if they didn't have a warrant, but it was essentially that girl had at one point been at your house or was at your house because yo, you and your friends had girls over. So it's like, mm-hmm. if she wouldn't have been over there, like, why you, and you not messing with her, you just entertaining groupers. It's like, no, like, bro, chill out. Very true. Yeah, but I don't know. That was just, yeah. I'm like, I, I didn't knock her for that. I'm like, and I wouldn't apologize, but that's just me. <laughs> I don't see. Well, you know, you know, in this, in this era, you know, everybody's like mad sensitive. So you gotta, you gotta apologize for every, everything, basically. So. Yeah. And like you said, she is on TV, so. Yeah, I get it. I'm like, you know, you don't want to mess up your money for the next go around in your negotiations, but listen. So, I've been trying to, I guess, avoid this topic, but um, I guess, you know, hold on, hold on. Well Wait, before we, before we get to that, though. Can we okay. stay in like the can we stay in the TV realm for just a quick second? Um okay. and something I just something I just thought about um since we were talking about the talk on the real Jeannie Mai she addressed the whole her and Jeezy comment. I mean her and Jeezy. Um did you see that? Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw her. And my question is, is why she just couldn't keep it a buck and say they was fucking? Because essentially that's just right. what they was doing. <laughs> I'm like, when you, the way she, you know, gave the, the, the details, I'm like, child, we don't be talking about men like that unless we smash and keep 100. <laughs> like, that's what I was girl, saying. Please. Just keep it 100. She she was all like, well, y'all know I, I'm dating and da, da 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 And he's really special. Girl, he broke your back. We get it. We understand. Okay. <laughs> Y'all smash him. That's it. Boom, boom, pal. We get it. Dang. I mean, I just feel like it. That's. I feel like you all show is called The Real. Keep it, uh, keep it real. Like, we know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I just feel like I had to address it. 
and then you was with two other couples, and you you talking about yeah. okay, child. Exactly. Oh, All right, so let's get to the let's get to the part we've been avoiding. Yeah. So um, there was an attack on Jesse. Um, is it Smollett? Smollett. Uh huh. Jesse Smollett. Um, yeah, and that's the guy from Empire. I never watched it, so I don't know what character he plays on Empire. Um, but he is, of course, part of the Smollett clan. Um, so, like, from the details, I mean, very tragic, and I definitely, you know, wish him a speedy and safe recovery. Um, but there was a noose tied around his neck, bleach was thrown on him, of course, um, racial and homophobic um, slurs were thrown, you know, said as well. Um yeah, so I, I don't like just reading some of the comments, of course, because I read comments and people like, can't believe this is happening in 2009. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I act like this stuff has stopped. I'm like, it's been going on. Like, been going on. I'm like, we see it every, like, post it all the time. So I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, and, you know, people like, um, you know, this is Trump's America. I'm like, no, this is America. You cannot blame every homophobic, racist, xenophobic thing on Trump. I'm like, it's America. Hey, yeah, I, I agree. I think they, I, I think people just got got caught up in the whole fact because they were supposedly wearing MAGA hats and yelling. Um, this is MAGA country and yada, 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 yada. Uh, listen, to be honest, I'm with you. Like the whole Trump thing just gave, it just gave racists and homophobes and all that jazz. It gave them, uh, I, I, I don't know, like a, what do they call it? Like a, um, a mantle or whatever, or like a platform for them to kind of step forward. Do you know what I mean? They, but like you said, it's always, this is America. It's always existed. They've always been around. These things happen and occur all the time. It's just that now they have like, I guess, a bigger stage or a bigger platform and they feel like they have somebody who supports them, I guess, or who they can identify with. I don't know. Listen, I can't pretend to be in in that type of mind state because you know that's not how I operate. So, <laughs> but, so, I mean, I guess like I, like I said, maybe they feel like they they have, I don't, look, somebody they can, count on to have a back I don't know whatever but needless to say now we're just seeing it more more and more in the forefront because of that because they're feeling more emboldened there we go yeah and I, I do I will say that like they feel like okay you know maybe I got a voice I don't have to be as hidden I can say what I want to say without any repercussions without getting my jaw broke that but just to say that it was but I'm like everything that's deep down and try to you know like always hidden it, it eventually it comes out like that's with anything so anything you do in the dark or all the tensions and turmoil like at one point they're gonna come out so I'm like Trump it may have been like the boiling point but it's always been there the climate has always or the racial climate has always been strong I'm like we you know, it was the absence of social media, probably, that kind of like, oh, well, it's not as bad. And then when you get social media, you like, 
damn, you got people calling police and you see like, you know, police murdering people for nothing. I'm like, but it's always been there. And I mean, it's from like very unfortunate that this happened. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. Like, it's just horrible. And I, and I really just want people to stop saying, even though I don't agree with his lifestyle. What, the, first of all, what they got to do with you agreeing with his life? What? Like, it, it's just, listen, that's a whole nother different topic, but I just hate that shit. Like, I don't agree with him. Yeah. I mean, he's selling crack. What are you? They be letting, listen, people, people be letting their own homophobic homophobic ways show when topics like that come come up. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the sad part. You're like, what the fuck? Like, this is a grown man. If he engaging in sex with another grown man consensual, what the fuck he got to do with you? What you agreeing to? You ain't got exactly. nothing to do with it. What ain't it? Ain't like I said, right, but I'm, I'm, I just had to put that out there. Wait the hell um but again just i just i don't know it's so many questions that i'm pretty sure it's going to be answered later because it's so early but it's like how the hell did y'all even know who this person was and where he was supposed to it's just crazy well i mean they had to be they had to be targeting him because of it and from what i understand they film they film in chicago yeah i think empire films in chicago because because um, Taraji and all them are there frequently, so I believe, now I could be wrong, but I want to say that they film in Chicago, and so whoever it was had to kind of be knowing his habits or whatever like that, because he, um, they said he, you know, he films, after he finishes filming his scenes, he goes, he takes the train to wherever he needs to go to get food or whatever like that, so maybe whoever it was kind of knew his habits and knew, you know, kind of how to find him, so... I don't know, but uh, also apparently, according to some other people, they've um, there have been frequent kind of, and, and it hasn't obviously been covered by the news. According to some people who are from Chicago, they say that there has been kind of like, um, I guess these kind of racial attacks going on at night. Um, people are black. People have just been getting kind of attacked by, uh, you know, racist folks in the middle of the night. They've been being stalked and then attacked. And all that's kind of been, like you said, we don't see that kind of stuff on the news. You only know it from talking to, like I said, I only know about it from talking to people from Chicago. So, I mean, who knows at this point? We just got, I guess we just got to kind of wait and see how, you know, how the whole thing plays out. We do know for facts that it was a hate crime. So we'll, we'll guess we'll just kind of wait and see how it plays out. Them hate crimes in quotations irk my fucking nerves. Be like, bro. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. I guess you guys gotta put it there, but if somebody is yelling at it, you know damn gone well that it's racially motivated. There is no alleged hate crime or quote unquote hate crime. But so um just moving on, but I guess um Khalif Browers it showed that or saw I'm an article where his family actually settled with um, the state of New York for $3.3 million, which I mean, of course, won't bring him back, but 
I mean, I guess it would give them a better life. Um, I mean, that whole situation was so unfortunate. Exactly. Um, it's sad. It's, still, it's completely sad. Did you watch the like the documentary that was on? I think it was on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. So I will be completely honest with you. When it comes to those documentaries like Trayvon, Khalif Breyer, um, Sandra Bland, it's hard for me to like make it through them. You know what I mean? I still look, I still cry every single time when I see Fruitvale Station. And that was a fucking movie. That wasn't even an actual documentary. It was just a movie that was made incredibly well. So I can't, I can barely, like I'm a complete, I go to complete mush and putty and I'll be, I'm in here crying my eyes out and, and it makes me completely sad and depressed for days. So I, I try not to put myself in that space so I can only watch them in bits and pieces. So I haven't been able to make it through the whole documentary yet. Oh, well, you're but. better than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have not watched it. I like, I have not. I didn't watch um, Trayvon Martin, Central Boy, nothing. Um, I just seen Fruitville Station or Fruitvale Station, I think the earlier part of last year. Um... Cause it's just one of those things that just like lingers in my spirit. Like every time I see um, a picture of Trayvon Martin, like my heart just breaks. Tamir Rice, my heart breaks. Sandra Bland, Green Games, like my heart just aches, and I'm like, it depresses the fuck out of me. And I'm like, I just mentally I can't do it emotionally I can't do it spiritually I can't do it so I just don't and I'm like maybe one day I can be able to like sit down and watch it but I just can't and I can't watch Khalif's documentary knowing that this child stayed in jail over a fucking backpack like even if he stole the backpack like bro you sent him to jail like adult print over a fucking backpack like this, yeah, Fact. I can't do it. You're right, can't you right. do it. Fact. Oh, girl, I'm telling you, like, it just them things linger in my spirit. It's hard. Like, I just I try because you know, for the culture, you'd be like, man, I gotta watch this. I gotta be informed. I gotta stay informed. But shit, I just like, like I said, I can only take them in bits and pieces. I can never seem to like make it through every. You know what I mean? Like, it just. <laughs> I oh, went yeah, I to do. go ahead. I'm sorry. You go ahead. I was just saying, like with Fruitville Station, the reason I saw it in full was because I actually went to see it in the movie when it first came out. But I watched it that one time in the movie and I wasn't able to watch it again for it took me years. I think it had just came on like I don't know if it was if it's on Netflix or if it's on Hulu or something like that. It was on one of them. Um, and I happened to say, okay, I'm going to try and watch this again. Every time I break it down every single time. Salute to Michael B. Jordan though, because he did an incredible job. And that was, um, that was, uh, why can't, why is his name like blanking in my mind? The director of Black Panther, Creed, 
in my mind uh, just blank on his name. Is it Kugler? Uh, it's not Craig. Kugler. Um, Ryan Kugler. Ryan Kugler. Yes. That was his, <laughs> that was his directorial debut, and he did an incredible job with that one as well. So for all those who haven't seen it, um go that let that be like your I guess that can be like your first since it's more since it's a movie they took more you know it's not a documentary so you don't have as many of like the actual family and all that like that till the very very end of it you don't actually see any of his actual family so um I would say if if you're like us and it's hard for you to watch stuff like that maybe start there because that's probably easier to get through than actual documentaries like the Trayvon story where you hear his parents speaking can't do it (laughs) have to turn it off every time break down his father destroys my heart every time so I'm like nope can't do it (sighs) I can only imagine I'm like that's why I'm like man I, I can't I can't I cannot um I don't know yeah, just seeing like all their faces. That's just okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna switch Let's it. Stop it. And we'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back. So to uh, I guess it's not as heavy, but I do want to switch it to some funny. So um, I don't. What was this like Saturday or something? Um, Keith Sweat. Um, the quiet whisper. I hate his whole voice. <laughs> Um, my mom loves Keith Sweat. I cannot like listen to him on what is it like smooth jams or late night, whatever. He's like, hey, ladies. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so, ugh. but he took a picture with NBA Young Boy, but his caption was like, picture with it 21 Savage. <laughs> so people Damn. were like, Bro, no, it gets so bad when he just cut the comments off. <laughs> on that pitch, I'm like, and then he tried to like put a statement out of blaming on his media team. I'm like, bro, if you got a media team, it make it even worse that they don't know who you took a picture with. Like, at least you could have been forgiven because you're a little older. You probably, but oh yeah. O'Keefe. <laughs> but that was like when I like I giggled so yes, bad when I thought what you said. <laughs> oh like man! <laughs> so but you know what? Like, uh, but you know what though? They both. I mean, they're young and so. I mean, I listen. Keep keep an older guy. I got to give him a pass. You know what I mean? He probably like they all seem the same to me. Shit. <laughs> so he got he like I, I can't tell he's like I can't tell them all apart. And and I salute them. I salute him and his team because they came right back like right. Um, <clears throat> they came right back like super quick and was like um. Uh, my ba- our apologies. We didn't mean to you know disrespect anybody. Blah blah blah. And we correct did it immediately and we want to apologize to both artists blah, blah. so salute to their team because they came right back real quick as soon as it was pointed out to them that it was wrong and corrected it and owned it and so salute to yeah. them for that girl but I was tilted I was keep saying y'all both of y'all rap 
So, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so, and I guess, again, in lighter news, I think this is a good thing. Um, the government did reopen, um, this past week. Um, with the same bill that was proposed 35 days ago um, or that was proposed 35 days before it reopened and um, I don't know for me I found it weird that well I'm not weird not so much as weird but crazy that you reopened it with the same bill that was 35 days old and on the day um, that your um, advisor Roger Stone was arrested and LaGuardia Airport had to ground a lot of flights because there were no officials, actually not even TSA officials, it was actually officials that control and look at the planes in the air that were not available. So I'm like... Yeah, I mean, I, I with that, with the whole, with the government um, shutdown, I, I'm kind of like holding my breath because I feel like at this point, it's not even like neither side even gives a crap about, you know, what's going on. It gives a crap about the people. It's all at this point, it's all politically mo- motivated. It's you know what I mean? Like you see all these Democrats and independents and people coming out. I'm running for president. I'm running for president. I'm running for president. And all, you know, the Republicans, we back in Trump. We support him. Build the wall, build the wall, blah, blah, blah. So at this point for Trump, he knows that you know, if he wants 2020 re-election, he's got to build the wall. And for the Democrats, they feel like if they want any chance, I guess, of competing or contending, then they have to oppose it and be against it. And the damn the people, we just get caught in the middle. You know what I mean? And yeah. unfortunately, with the with the reopen, it's it's only it's temporary. Um, they have until yeah. February 15th, right? I think February 15th to find a permanent solution or else we're back in shutdowns and i hate to say it but i i i hope that people are kind of preparing themselves after this situation they've kind of braced themselves and are preparing because they're at a stalemate and nobody wants to budge so the thing about it all is that even like at this point you can't even prepare yourself because you just now you know, like get your back pay, like not even, you know, like just your back pay. So, um, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I, like I said, I'm just happy that it at least was back open so people can get the money that they were due. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, I definitely don't think we need a fucking wall. Like, we don't need a wall. Um, and it's just so account for, yeah it's like bro we are in we have too like, much technology for that and people are you and then that's the crazy thing about it it'd be different if people were trying to like in mass numbers were literally coming here to you know commit terroristic crimes from climbing over the wall but they're not like, bro, most of the crime, especially when you prevent terrorism, it's cyber. You have to be able to intercept communications to ISIS or to follow money. A wall is not going to do that. 
So you have to be more technology savvy um, and make sure your systems are up to date and your policies and practices are up to date. If you need to hire more people in the immigration or, you know, like stuff like that, you or like it, it's a wall. Like, and it, the crazy thing about it is the $5 billion ain't even for the whole wall. So I'm trying to figure out what people like, we need to build a wall. I'm like, y'all understand, like, it's not even for the whole wall or for the whole border. So we're still going to be like unprotected in that sense. But it's like, if you want to really do it, we, from research, like it shows that most of the immigration or legal immigration is from unexpired visas. I mean, from expired visas. So yep. what systems do you have in place to track these people down? Facts. That's true. Well, and that's just... not even the that's not even the border where we have the most illegal immigrants cross. We have more crossing from Canada than we do from Mexico. So And that's where the terrorists come in as well, like all the plots or whatever that they have um I guess interceded on. It they was like most of them came from Canada. They had maybe like two or three cases that came from the south of you know south of the border, but most of them came in through Canada. Yeah, I mean it does right. it does kind of it does kind of make you think like as far as like if you think about it, it feels uh, you know what I'm saying. It it does kind of make you think like is it more racially motivated? Is it because you know? Um, the people who are immigrating from these countries are coming from Latin America and, you know, they look different so we can identify them as different from us as opposed to, like I said, the most, most of the illegal immigrants are coming from Canada and more than likely they look more like, you know, quote unquote, uh, the people who are here, I guess you should say, um, you can say uh, to be uh, politically correct. So maybe maybe that's why they they can kind of I guess turn a blind eye to that. They can kind of turn their minds off or close their their minds to that because we because we see that in in the media today, right? Every time there's a mass shooter or something like that, you know, he don't look like me or you or Hispanic or anything, you know what I mean. But they can kind of turn yeah. a blind eye to to that because of what he looks like so maybe that's i it it kind of it just kind of makes you question some things it kind of makes you think about things a little bit differently i mean because they categorized um a mass shooter in america white male is a lone you know wolf or whatever and with mental issues where it's like okay well why are you taking this small, very small percentage of Muslim people, because you have 5 million people, no, 5 billion people that practice Islam, whatever. And you're taking this small percentage and saying, oh, it's, you know, the whole group. But when it comes down to a white male doing it, it's a lone wolf. Like, mm, okay. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, We'll see. Like but, I said, we don't We'll see how this whole thing kind of plays out. And, and to be honest with you, like, I hate, I hate, I hate election years and all of that jazz. Like, because I know we just got out of all of kind of like the, the um local stuff with like the, 
judges and uh, senates and all that uh, and governors and all that stuff like that. So we had to go through months and months of that. And now we're getting ready to be geared up for more months and months and months right. up to this presidential thing. And it's just, it to me, it's turning into like a big circus. Like literally every day I turn on the TV, somebody new is, I'm running for president, I'm running for president, I'm running for, at this point, it's like the damn presidency is a joke. Because everybody, everybody I, running for president at this point. Shit, I'm finna run for president, it, y'all. Right. <laughs> and it's, I guess now it's different because like when you think about past elections, it was like, Oh yeah, a lot of people probably put their name in a pool, but for each party, it was like, you know, two or three high-profile people that made good, viable candidates. And it's like now, everybody's like, I could, you know, be running for president, or I want to run for president. Like it seems like no one is trying to be on somebody's ticket. You know, like, well, I let you run for president, I be your vice president. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like everybody like, I want to be president. Um. I'm hoping Hillary does not run again. I'm Ugh, like, I don't. Her to sit down. And chill out is like, bro, just, let's not do this again. And I feel like if you, they need a strong candidate that's just some call bullshit, like, to be honest about Trump. Like, no one can sit up there and be like, no, this is what, no, this is exactly what happened. You're lying, you know? Um, and it's crazy because I think I saw like the day where they said the RNC gave Trump the nod or like okay for the nomination, which I find like you are in all they this confident. turmoil. Hmm? They're confident. Yeah, I'm like, but you see all of this turmoil he has caused within your party, and it. I mean, but it goes back to it's go. You know, like you're comfortable with it because if you still would you know say hey yeah we'll give him even though he's a sitting president no if you know it's destroying your party it's destroying america boot it like no we're not gonna give you that nomination give it to somebody else there are other good republican candidates that you can nominate to but at the end of the day it's it's about politics and he's 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 winning you know what i mean like in in all sense of the form he's winning in that debate i mean they've shown even you know even though we all know the polls can be skewed and all that but the facts are the facts is that more and more and more people are supporting him republicans independents whatever a lot of them back him and support him so and and that's what i think that's why we're seeing so many like people kind of trying to throw their hat in the ring to see if anybody can kind of compete with him and I mean to to be honest I haven't even seen a candidate yet that I feel like stands a chance and I mean I y'all can shove Camilla Harris down our throats all you want it's it listen she black folks is not just because she black black folks is not gonna just disregard you know who she who she's shown she is we know she don't care about black folks, okay? All of the things she's done in California shows, nah, bruh. She don't rock for us. So y'all can try to shove her down our throat all you want. Mm-mm. 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 She won't be getting my vote. She will listen. Did you? And they showed the clip from her town hall where she had a chance. She had a chance to actually speak to her past record because somebody asked her, "How do you know what I mean? How do you?" You sit here on this panel today talking about 
you know, the pe- black men are being uh, put into the prison system at unhigh rates and da 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 the prison, the school system and, um, you know, all of the, the, the sh- sh- cop shootings and everything like that. So how do you sit here today and say that? But then we can go back and look at your controversial, controversial record. And she was like, I've always been consistent on my stick. Sis, what? <laughs> like we could pull, we could pull your record, boo boo. Like we know how you voted, that you voted against body cameras. We know that you were pro the three strike rule. We know that you used to um, target and um, in 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 push for harsher sentences for light marijuana cases for African Americans. We know the, the the type of incarceration rate that you had when you were, you know what I mean? Like, that that's public record, boo. Come on now. You had a chance there to to talk about, to speak on it, and you, and you completely failed. So, nah, boo. It ain't happening. And that's good that you bring that up because that's what I was waiting on. I was like, you know, people change. Um, and I was like, even myself as being a younger voter and stuff like that, I'm like, and even like growing up, my um, mom, and I'm pretty sure it's because that's just my mama and, you know, my grandma and whatever. They watch Fox News, so that's what I heard. So until I knew better research more and stopped watching it bullshit, I'm like, I believe a lot of that propaganda. So, but my views changed with me knowing more. So it's like, that was, like you said, that was your time right there to be like, you know, this is the reason why I voted that way. This is what I feel now. This is what I'm willing to do um, when I'm president. Because, like, from your voting record, like, bro, you fine with stop and frisk. You okay with, you know, three strikes and you out. And you get, I don't know what her, you know, deal with sex workers is. Like, did your husband pop off with a prostitute? What's up? Like, um... Like a lot of that. So for her, like for me, her and Hillary, out of there. <laughs> like, no. Um, Cory Booker, iffy, no. Um, like, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just. I really feel like they're trying, they're trying their hardest to find the quote unquote next Barack. And they, you know what I mean? I think for, uh, for a lot of people, um, we were we were because Barack was the quote unquote first. We were able to kind of overlook a lot of things with him. So, but this kind of go around as black folks, nah, bruh. You got to do more than just be black. You got to do more than just kind of, kind of, you know what I mean? Just quote unquote say all the right things. We not we looking at everybody skeptical at this point. We not trusting a lot of y'all. So. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm giving all y'all the side. I feel y'all show me something, you're not getting my vote. Really. And I think that's what's driving, um, you know, people like how you was like, Trump is winning because, I mean, just looking at it, the people that are for him, they may not be a big population in the United States. However, they're the big population of people that vote. So I do want to encourage people to right. like, get out there and fucking vote. We cannot, you know, people like, well, my vote don't count. It counts somewhere. We saw that it counted, you know, almost four years ago. And I'm like, as much as we hate the Victoria College, they did their job. 
if you read about them, they did their yep. job. They vote the way that the state votes. So you cannot get mad. I'm like, you know, we're in a red state. So I automatically know no matter what, I'm in a county that's blue, but overall my state is red. So yeah, I'm like the Electoria College is not some secret organization. You can go and look and see who your delegates are, who the super get delegates are. And those are the same people that we vote for in those midterm elections. So we just have to be smart about it. They vote with the state. So if your state turn red, the whole vote goes with, you know, with whatever your state vote is. So um, we just have to be, you know, cautious of that and look at that and be like, okay, make sure we get out and vote because we can't complain about, oh, we get unfair sentencing, but then we don't vote for the judges. Like, we don't vote for senators. We don't make sure we got people in our corner that's going to go you know, vote for district attorneys. Because I'm like, those are the people that hand down sentences and drive policies on your local level. I mean, we can talk about the president exactly. all day long, but a lot of it is local. It starts local. You can build your way up. I'm like, but those are also the people that petition your president, you know, for extra funding for school and we need this and we need this. and So, it all works in together. So I definitely, you know, people like my vote don't count and I ain't going to change nothing in our community. We have to change something in our community. And there are ways to start yeah. doing that. So, I mean, definitely educate yourself. I can't tell you who to vote for here. I don't even know who I'm going to vote for. And we haven't seen um, which candidates are going to be up on either side. So we'll definitely see. That's true. It's true. I just know it ain't going to Trump. <laughs> Girl, listen, if it's him and uh, McGruff the crime dog, McGruff will get my vote. It could be smoking the Bear, Ronald McDonald, Grimace, anybody but his ass. Anybody but him. But it makes me wonder if he even going to make it to the 2020 election because Oh boy, what if Roger Stone got arrested the same day he opened the government back up? So I'm like, they are dropping like flies, mm. honey. Listen, people, people, people who are um people who are saying that they're over it, they're tired of it. Like, I really want y'all to um because a lot of people I really don't think they know who Robert Mueller is. And I feel like if you do your research on him then you'll know how interesting kind of this is to see these dominoes fall. So Robert Mueller, for those who don't know, his pretty much the claim to fame of what he's known for is he was known for bringing down the mob. He's the one who brought down John Gotti. The way he did that was he went stone by stone. He went to this person, to that person, turned that person, flipped that person, indicted that person, boo, boo, boo. And eventually it went all the way up to the tree until he got the big fish, the target that he was looking for. So I think that's why a lot of people who are kind of in the know, like, oh, why is this going on so long? So what? He's getting all these other people around him. That doesn't prove he did anything, blah, blah. But if you know anything about how he operates, it's, it's, it's getting really interesting. You're like, hmm, what does he know? What does he got? What You know what I mean? Because it's like, hmm, okay, I see you, Robert Mueller. Let's see how this goes. We'll see how this plays out.
So we are going to jump into the relationship portion of the episode, but we are first going to take a quick break and we will be right back. All right, guys, and we are back from our quick little break right there, and we are about to jump into our relationship portion, yeah? We don't have any, do we have any more hot tops? Nope, none on my end. All right, so let's jump into the relationship topics for this week. What do you have for me? So, um, I guess my first question is, name one good quality you learned about men growing up besides sex. Um, I guess one good quality I learned about men was, mm, I would say that, um, I guess they're, uh, I, I want to say, I, I guess their protectiveness, how, how kind of protective they can be over family and you know just the people that are important to them like if you're loved by them they have no issue kind of protecting you from you know any type of harm situations and all that and like that's something that's super important to me like I always something that I look for in a man is someone who can you know who shows me gives me that kind of security that protection so that would be my one quality um what about yourself I guess mine would be, I don't know if this is protection so much. Um, like, I guess the men in my family always look out for the women and children first. So I guess it is still protection. Um, like, they always made sure we were okay. Um, we were comfortable. Um they had no problems with like here sit down even you know even as a little girl it's like oh sit down right here I don't want you sitting on the floor or you know like I don't know if you remember like have seen the question with people like who should eat first the man or the children or whatever and I'm always baffled by that because I'm like my uncles and cousins we always the women and children always ate first and they ate whatever was left over so I don't know I guess it's protection as well just yeah, I would still say protection. That's I don't know if it's chivalry though. Hmm. I think right. it's a combination. But yeah, yeah, no. absolutely. <laughs> no All right. So what's our second topic? And second, the second question. One is um, give relationship advice to men and women in their twenties. What would you tell them? That's a tough question. You go first with that one. <laughs> um, I want to say have fun within reason. Um, find out what you like, what you want. Um, so you can be, you know, a good person in a relationship. Get counseling, get therapy whatever it is so you can bring your best self and don't damage people um 
And also, if you know somebody is feeling you and you're not feeling them and you can't be what they want you to be or what they need, leave. <laughs> like, leave. Um, don't stay in abusive relationships and don't be abusive. Again, get help. And have fun. That's, that's within reason. Uh-huh. So for me, my advice would be kind of along the lines of that, but just kind of straightforward, be honest. And when I say be honest, I don't mean just with your partner. I mean, be honest also with yourself. So as you, you know, kind of are you going on your journey of kind of self-discovery and discovering your likes, dislikes, this, that, and the other, always try to kind of approach it in, in, like you said, kind of be gentle with people, people's hearts and, and, you know, minds and emotions and things like that. Because like you said, if you're damaged and you know that, be honest with yourself and go get help. Don't just run around damaging other people, breaking other people's hearts and hurting other people just because you're hurt. So, yeah. you know, like I said, just be, like you said, have fun, but just be honest. You know what I mean? Be honest about what you like, what you don't like. If you like you said, if you're not feeling somebody, don't don't be that person who, you know, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I'm going to pretend because in all, all that's going to happen in the end is you're going to end up either you're going to get hurt or they're going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt in a situation and then they going to take that and carry that on into their next situation and hurt some other people. And it's just a whole little cycle. So just be honest with yourself and be honest with other people and, you know enjoy life and learn what you want so that when you when you're ready to settle down you 100 percent ready and you're not out here going through 20 and 30 and you know tw- 10 20 30 you know serious relationships or marriages hey some of y'all be out here married like 15 times but <laughs> so let's, let's, let's not let's not make those type of mistakes okay don't be out here falling in love every year and be engaged to be married every single year okay it ain't that serious <laughs> oh all right so i do have a question but it's not relationshipy this is kind of more of like our personal uh, kind of with uh, related to both me and you kind of how we like to roll um we both like to solo travel. So my question to you is, what advice would you give a first-time solo traveler? Um, I guess my um, biggest thing is don't get anywhere and lose your sense of your common sense. Where you know, like you like, oh, I'm not at home, and they said it's safe. Um, don't do that. Like, definitely, you know, read up on the area that you're going to be staying in. Read about the areas you know that's best for you know tourists, or if you don't want to stay in a tourist spot, which still safe. Um, and practice the customs of the land, like that irks me when I go somewhere and I see people that don't practice the custom of the land because I feel like it's disrespectful. Um, 
And you should definitely show respect because no matter what people are in the government there is letting you, you know, come in and enjoy their space. Um, I don't know. And try to see as much as you can. I know some people and I've seen on my, you know, news feed and, you know, going through Instagram where people go to Dubai and sit on the beach and take pictures. Be like, that's all you're going to do. big facts so for me my advice is research 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 it's so important when you solo travel to do your research on the place do your research about um the hotels that you're you know the, the hotels in the area choose the best hotel for you know for you and whatever you're looking for if you're looking for kind of the wilderness getaway, the spy type thing. If you're looking for the party scene, the club scene, whatever, just do your research, know where you're staying, know kind of what to expect when you get to the hotel. So you know the type of um, staff that you're going to be dealing with. Um, like you said, research the customs. That is so important. It is so important to research the customs. Like for instance, when I went to Bali, I remember um I research, I found out that they don't, um, you know, like how at restaurants when we go, where you know we order our meal and then we tip at the end. You're not supposed to tip in Bali. You're not supposed to tip the waiter and waitress. Like that's like, uh, I guess that's something that they don't do. So you don't tip them. Um, they see it kind of I guess as disrespect. I don't know, but anyway. So um, just do your research on the customs. Do your research on where you're staying. Um, like you said, don't don't just go thinking that you can, you know, do whatever you want. Be that, um, I hate to say it like that, but kind of just be that American person because that's really how they see you. You know what I mean? That's really how they see you. And it is so disrespectful to go to somebody else's country and just think that you can do whatever you want because I'm an American. You know what I mean? Like, no, don't do that. Like, I remember when I traveled to France and this was with a a, a group. And a young lady, she got punched in her face because she was on this whole, I'm an, uh, I'm an American citizen, not to do what I want. <laughs> got punched right in her face. So, <laughs> let's, so, you know, be respectful of people, their culture, and, and where you're going. So, you know, do your research and, and enjoy it. Like you said, enjoy it and have fun. Have a lot of fun. See a lot of places. Do new things. Yeah. That I agree. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I went to Dubai, we went to Abu Dhabi and went to the mosque there. And, like, I had, of course, it was, like, steamy hot. So I had on, like, this long skirt, long sleeve shirt. Um, and I'm thankful because the tour guy was like, oh, yeah, uh, well, when I read online, I was like, oh, we'll provide you with the garments or whatever. So, but I was like, okay, I still need to dress some part because I don't know what garments they're going to provide us with, which they didn't provide us with anything. But I had like a shirt that I was able to cover my hair up with. Shawty tried to get off the bus in a spaghetti strap t-shirt and shorts. Ma'am, ma'am, no, 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 no. How you going to, no. So disrespectful. Where you thought you was going? Like, even the days that I weren't wasn't going to a mosque or anything like that, it's like 
I was still respectful of the culture, even though Dubai is not as conservative as, you know, Saudi Arabia or something like that. It's like still be slick conservative, you know, like, I don't know. That was just weird. Um, yeah. And like with the research, like my recent trip when I went to Italy, like it still pisses me off. And I wrote like a whole letter and like reported the guy, but like coming from the airport and going to my hotel, he was like, oh, it's going to be $120. What? But I didn't get a price before, which that just slipped my mind and I was wrong for that. But also just me not researching that, that shouldn't have cost me more than $40. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. um, but at that point I couldn't, I wasn't in the point, like in the position to argue with him because it was, I think like nine o'clock at night, no one else was on the street. So I'm like, you know what? Here you go. Yeah. Um, exactly. So I mean, definitely, like I said, research and do stuff. <laughs> um, that's my biggest pet peeve when people go places like, oh, it's just sit on the beach. I'm like, if it's your first time there, like do stuff, go on day trips to a city close by or something, like something. Yeah. That is facts. Actually, go out and kind of see the city, and uh, and do that whole shebang i will i will admit though when i went to uh visa i did stay most of the time in the on the beach and in the hotel but that is only because um what i learned is that ibiza is more of a group travel than a solo travel so for all those out there if y'all plan on going to ibiza take a group because it's more of a group travel spot than a solo travel spot because there's really not tons to do for a solo traveler in Ibiza. But aside from that, um, but see, I would have, if I would have did a little bit more research, I would have known that. So (laughs) research, research, (laughs) research. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So that's all the questions I have this week. What about yourself? That's it for me. So. Anything else we got? Any uh, new music, new books, new anything? No. Oh, my gosh. Music has been so slow. Um, nothing for myself. Uh, my music. Nothing. I'm still working on the same books. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully, I have some new next week. I'll pick up a book because I'm almost finished with one. So, um, I'll definitely have some next week. Yes. So for me, I um obviously been killing that J. Cole Middle Child. That that record is so good. It's awesome. I just love hearing J. Cole. J. Cole and Wale are like two people who just don't disappoint me when it comes to records. So um I definitely been enjoying that. As far as books, I'm with you. I'm still kinda in my same space. I will say that I really really enjoy listening to the audiobook versions now so I may like really start getting into that because it does kind of it gives me like when I run out of like podcasts to listen to because you know podcasts only drop on certain days so it gives me a chance to like have something else to 
kind of hold my attention while I'm, you know, working and doing other stuff. So, yeah, I'm enjoying those audiobooks. <clears throat> but I also do, <laughs> um, I do also want to say that I also like to just regularly read as well. So while I do do my audiobooks when I'm like working out or something like that, or when I'm taking a break from the podcast, I will. I also do like my regular like reading. And I told you I found that site where I can like read books for free. So I'm on the third Harry Potter book now. Yeah, I think it's the third one. So I'm moving through them slowly, <laughs> but I'm getting there. <laughs> But anywho, so yeah, that's it for me. That's all for me. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in to episode number 35 of the Pretty Nerds podcast. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.